0: Good morning. This past Friday and Saturday at the community of St. Demetrius of Chicago, St. Andrews, St. George, and St. Demetrius partook in a lock-in. That's where the kids go in, and they don't go out until the next morning. And as I was talking to some individuals about the icon of the nativity, which I'm sure most of you have in your bulletin. The icon that's in the bulletin is different than the icon that we have here at St. George. Icons express something. They mean something. For example, the icon of the Annunciation, you see that the archangel, Gabriel, whose icon is over here to my left, your right, Here the archangel, his feet are together. There the archangel's feet are separate, as if he's running to express and to tell the good news to the Virgin Mary. The icon of the nativity is something that has great meaning. There is a lot going on in the icon. We see first and foremost... In the middle, the Theotokos. And notice how she is larger than the other figures in the icon. What you may not know is that there are three stars on her veil. She was a virgin before, during, and after. And if we could see here the same thing, the three stars. Icons express something to us. They mean something. The little shepherd that's playing the flute that expresses the humanity of humans being joyful of the good news. The the angels that are above the icon, they are giving good tides. Glory to God in the highest. In earth, peace, goodwill among men. The icon that you have in your hands the three magi with the three gifts. We don't have here at St. George the three magi, but those gifts mean something. What gift can you give a king? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And all three play an important role in Christ's death. Think about that. The three gifts that were given to Christ when he was born play a major role in his death. Frankincense is from an old French word which means frank and incense, which is high quality incense. Myrrh. Myrrh is used in fragrance and in incense, and it is also used in embalming. As we said, gold, what greater gift can be given to a king other than gold, the most precious material on earth? We see Joseph, who should be happy at the birth of Christ, but we see that he is sad. The icon that you have in front of you, there is an old man in a black garment, kind of look like a hunchback with a cane? That is the Satan. That is Satan telling Joseph, how can this be? You're telling me, Joseph, that this woman, this woman is a virgin? How can that be? It's like you're telling me that a plant that bears fruit, you don't water it, but yet there's fruit. How can that be, Joseph? You tell me. And there's Joseph contemplating, thinking exactly what is going on. In most icons, the Theotokos, her attention is not to baby Jesus, but to Joseph. She's looking at Joseph as to say, what is going on? But here we see the Theotokos as if she's pointing to the new Born Jesus. And you can see none of the gospel scriptures talk about the ox and the donkey. The ox and a donkey play an important part. The ox and donkey direct our attention to fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah about the birth. The ox knows its owner and the donkey its master. According to St. John Chrysostom, the ox symbolizes the Jews. And the donkey symbolizes the Gentiles both before the cross. Neither the Jews nor the Gentiles knew who Christ was, but they knew him after his resurrection, and they flocked to him. Now if you could see Jesus, the newborn, he kind of looks like he's in a coffin. He looks like he's mummified He's in swaddling clothes. And that is to pretell his death. If you could see, the darkness in the cave is no different than to your right, my left, underneath the cross, we see that same darkness. And we see in the resurrection on the other side, we see the darkness of the chains that being broken. That darkness symbolifies and signifies the darkness of the world prior to Christ. We say that Christ is the light of the world. Newly um, baptized Christians, we go around the baptismal font with candles in our hands three times around. We lead newlyweds around the auxiliary table with candles in their hands, the gospel going before them to show that Christ is the light of the world. You see, all of this is important to us. These icons express something to us. And there is something interesting. The Theotokos did not have any pain when she gave birth to Christ. Think about that. She had no pain for you mothers that have given birth. You know what childbearing is like, the pain that you are in for hours sometimes days. The Theotokos did not have any pain when she gave birth. However, she felt the pain when Christ was crucified. These all play an important role, and it is important for us to realize that these icons are on the wall to tell us something, and they tell us a story. The old adage says, a picture is worth a thousand words. Icons are deeper than that. The icon of the nativity of Christ is bigger than time and space. It is important for us to take the opportunity to look at icons and to think about them and to think about their true meaning.